All right, everybody, welcome to our Mortflix original series. Mondays are for marketing. I am your host, Mitch Peak, and today my special guest is Coach Kyle Draper, CEO of KyleDraper.com. Welcome to the show, Kyle. What's up, Mitch? I'm excited to be here, man. Yeah, it's uh, I'm happy to have you. I see you're ready to go with uh, all your Cowboys gear for the draft. Yes, sir. I am ready. All right. Well, Kyle, why don't you introduce yourself to the audience? Tell us a little bit about you know who you are and what you do, and uh, in the marketing realm. Yeah, man. So I I go by Coach Kyle, and I, I'm a social media coach. And so what I really focus on is helping realtors and lenders leverage organic social media. You know, there's there's so many experts out there that teach people how to run ads that that do that sort of stuff. But nobody's out there helping realtors and lenders realize that you know so many people already. If, if you would just organically do this, if you would live out your life, leverage video, that you could sell more homes, do more transactions than you ever thought possible. And so that's, that's what I love doing because it's all free to them. And, uh, you know, that's a, that's a scarce word in, in right. our industry. Yeah, and, and when you get new people in the industry, you know, that's the first thing they say, like, how do I get leads? Like, yep. who, you know, I don't have a lot of money to buy leads. What do I do? So tell us, what what is the first thing you tell someone that's new to the business? What's the first thing you tell them to do with social media to start gaining more of a following and, and start utilizing the following they have? Well, I think, I think the first thing that they have to do is instantly get comfortable with video. You know, we're, we're on video right now. Uh, even though you're recording this for a podcast, you have the ability to use the video as well. And the power of video is, is the greatest form of marketing we have right now. And so if, if a new lender, if a new you know, real estate person, anybody, any entrepreneur for that matter, any salesperson, if they can very quickly go, you know what, I'm probably going to suck it first, but, but I'm going to start doing video. If they will do that, they'll start showing up more and more in front of their people. And, and then the, the, the second thing, which you, you have to be doing video for this to work, but, but the second thing I would tell everybody is become an educator of your industry. Right. Most people don't know jack about mortgages. They don't know jack about real estate. And so even if you're two months in, You've already passed some sort of test. You've done more studying and research than the average consumer has. And so you already know enough to start teaching and training and adding value. And, and man, that's, that's where I try to get people to, to really dive in and, and put their focus. Yeah, and I think if people just, you know, like you said, they're trained, they've licensed, they're obviously done the, the research to be in the business. So, yeah, they may not have been in business for 10 years, but they do know stuff that you and I uh, or the general consumer will not know. Right. You know, about mortgages or about buying or selling a house or how to prepare your house to sell or, you know, little shortcuts that people are going to start listening to and then you know, it may not be today, it may not be tomorrow, but six months down the road or a year down the road, if they're like, oh, I, I want to sell my house and move, they're going to be like, oh, I remember Kyle, you know, he's on my Facebook. He was talking about, you know, how to move and how to sell a house and all that. You know, they're going to reach out to you. Bro, for sure. But dude, here's the key. And this is what everyone misses. We get so fixated on 
what can today bring me that we go after hard sales? So when we show up on social media, we're trying to sell a mortgage today. We're trying to sell a home today as opposed to realizing the long game and, and not just because what you said, right, is six to 12 months from now, somebody might, might go, man, well, I've been, I've been noticing Kyle on my page. Right. Dude, what's even more powerful is not just that that happens, but that on day 11, they run into a buddy that says they're about to refinance their house. And then because they've seen you on social, they're like, oh, my buddy's a lender. You, right. Let me connect you with him. Right. So the referral to me is is even more powerful because, Mitch, we think the only way to get a referral is to have sold them something first. Right. When a lot of referrals will come from people that have never even used your services. They just if know you, you just stay top of mind. Right. Right. And because it, they already trust you. So they don't need to use you first before right. they're willing to refer you. And if if realtors and lenders got that. Man, it, it would change the way they did social media and, and their business would grow because of it. Right. And people don't understand, which they should, is as a, an individual, if you recommend your friend to Joe to get a mortgage and Joe closes on them and gets their mortgage, I mean, you feel good about you know the, re the referral, whether you use them or not. You're like, man, you know, I'm glad you're able to hook you up. Your friend's happy. You hooked them up with somebody that took care of them. It's just a good feeling, good relationship, you know. Absolutely. Regardless, you don't say, well, I used Joe last month. You know, you should use him. Just be like, hey, I know this yep. guy. He's awesome. <laughs> you should check him out. 100%. And it's sort of like gardening. You know, I live on an acreage and we, we have a big old garden. So, you know, it goes back to you plant the seeds. You know, I'd love to start eating fresh grown tomatoes in May, <laughs> you know, but yeah. you can't do that. Um, you got to plant the seed and you right. got to water it. And you got to weed it and you got to groom it. And then, you know, later in the summer, you can enjoy the, the fruits of your labor, literally. So, you 100%. Know, it's the same thing with marketing. It, it's, it can't be today you're going to sell a mortgage. It may happen, but, but not very often. You, you got to prune it. You got you to gotta work it. And hopefully it, it works out later for you. And it will. If, if you stay at it, it's going to go well for you. Yeah. Right. I That's the beauty of, of, of what we do in marketing and that, that, you know, where the gardening illustration can go bad is like, what if a fox gets in there and just destroys all of it? Right. Like right. you did everything right. But then that animal came in and ruined all of it in marketing. If you do everything right, you will win. Right. You're going to, it's inevitable. And, yeah. and so, man, people just got to stay the course and, and, and be patient and, and realize that, that they are going to come out on top if, if they will continue coming from a place of value and, and, and be there on a regular basis. Yeah, and I think it goes back to the conversation we had yesterday about podcasting. You know, there's, what, so many podcasts out there, but only a small percentage of them make it to past episode 10. <laughs> and, right. you know, continue yep. past that. So it's about consistency. If you consistently show up and you consistently provide value, you're going to start getting a following. You're going to start, you know, seeing more people download your podcast. You know, it's the same thing with that as it is with, with marketing. 
Yes, sir. You're absolutely so, right. Give us some other pointers on what people should be doing besides video. Because I know video is yeah. instrumental, but what, what else can we do to, to grow our businesses? Well, the one of the other big things, Mitch, is is engagement. You know, every realtor, every lender that I talk to, a lot of them come in and they're like, dude, how do I get more engagement? How do I get more likes? How do I get more shares? How do I get more comments? And I always ask them, well, how often are you engaging? And they go, oh, well, you know, like I don't really have time and I'm not. It's, it's crazy, bro. Like, like we, we want what we're not willing to give. <laughs> and right. so you can have incredible content. You can do incredible videos. You can be a part of Morflix. You can have your content in all the right places. But if you're not engaging as a real person on social media, relationally, it's going to affect you. But also by the algorithm, it, right. it's going to impact you. And and so <laughs> what, what like I would encourage relationship, uh, you know, with your wife and wanting the love and affection, but not giving it. <laughs> That's right. Dude, like, what the heck? <laughs> and, and we wish it would, right? We right. we wish it would work that way. And and so what what I would encourage everybody to do is take a few minutes every day. And and a friend of mine, Chelsea Pites, she she lays this out the best. And and so I've kind of adopted what what she teaches, which is. The, the 10, 10, 10 principle, the 10, 10, 10 rule. Spend 10 minutes a day on your favorite platform, whether that's Facebook or Instagram, and reply to 10 stories and then comment on 10 posts. And dude, here's the power of this. When you reply to a story, it is putting you directly into private message with them. Right. So... If I go deeper than like, if you put up a story and you have your, your cool Vince Goley hat on, and, and if all I say is cool hat, because I'm trying to do the 10, 10, 10, and I'm just trying to get it out of the way. Well, that doesn't necessarily warrant a response from you. Right. You might heart it, but what I should do is go, cool hat, where did you get it? Ask and now I've naturally created an organic opportunity for you to respond. And now we're engaging in conversation. Now the and, best and part about around, that, Kyle, the best yeah. part about that engagement, it leads to your next three or four posts being in front of them. Exactly. As soon as they respond to you in a, yep. in a private message, they're going to see your next three or four posts, whether it be educational or just, you know, personal life, they're going to see that. Um, and if they engage, then they're going to see more of them. Dude, that, 100%. And then here's the, here's the coolest part to me. If you respond back to me and you go, oh, man, this is, a, this is a baseballisms hat, and here's the website. They got so much cool stuff. If I go buy a hat from there, every time I wear it, who do I think about? Right. Think about me. I think about you. And, dude, this is why it's so powerful because another simple tip. You and I talked about, about this guy yesterday, right? Blue Fishing Zone, Steve Sims. Right. It, when I do a video or, or when I post a quote from, from Blue Fishing, which is, which is Steve Sims' book, if that quote causes you to go look up this book and buy it, every time you see that book, you're going to think about me. Right. Not Steve. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> You're not going to think about Steve, the literal author of the book. You're going to think about the guy that's the reason you know about the book. Right. And so this is why it's so valuable to give people opportunities to connect, right? This is why I showcase books in the background. This is why I showcase hats in the background. Because when people ask questions that then cause them to go take action, I've taken a seed and put it deeper and deeper into, into really their subconscious so that you think about me on a regular basis, whether I show up in front of you or not. Right. This is why realtors and lenders that all they do is post closing photos on social media and all they do is talk about houses and mortgages. This is why they, they don't reap the, the, what they hope because none of that is memorable. We've got right. to get a little bit deeper. And, and so this is, man, this is how we do it. We've got to push aside just doing business content and we've got to pull back the curtain to let people get to know us as, as human beings. Exactly. And I've seen a big difference, Kyle, in, you know, my social media, you know, by changing up my content, you know, it sounds cliche to post these, you know, memes of inspirational messages and, and stuff like that. But I do it because people, people still like it. people still, yep. you know, people will draw inspiration from, from that, even though it seems corny to you, but someone else may be having a bad day and they see some words that perfectly, you know, illustrate what they're going through. It makes an impact on them and they're always going to remember you, Absolutely. you know, for that. Um, there's a guy I follow on TikTok called, his name is Kyle, or what is his name? Kevin Lawson. Have you, have you heard of okay. him? I haven't. He's, he's uh, blowing up on TikTok, and he does these uh, videos about, you know, everything's funny to him, videos. But then all of a sudden, he does a serious video every week or two, and I always post those, and people love those. Yeah. You know, it's about... Um, the rest, you know, this is a time to rest. Your life's been tough, but the next, you know, the next bit is going to be better and, you know, continuing on and, you know, that people connect to that. And it's obviously what he's doing is drawing attention because he's got millions of followers on TikTok, yeah. um, you know, because of it. So it, it's just about finding your niche and finding and you know, stuff that people You know like. why it works? It works because right now, Dude, our, our news feeds are so consumed with politics and religion and, you know, someone gets shot and, and then we're fighting right. about it and, and everybody thinks their opinion is right and then everybody's passionate about their opinion. And, dude, we can look up and I can be in a depression because everything around me is just so negative. Yeah, it's easy to and do. And so, dude... As something as simple as a as a feeble little bitty quote that's positive, dude, that might as well be a beacon on a hill because it sticks out like a sore thumb amongst right. a lot of negativity. Right. And and so and it's it, the, what what it takes to do social media well is not rocket science. It just what requires it? people to think a little bit less about themselves. And a little bit more of how can I serve and meet the needs of somebody else today? Right. In our last guest, um, he, he talked about, you know, it's kind of like TV where, you know, your social media platform should be 20 minutes of you, the show, and 10 minutes of advertisement. 
do you agree with that? You know, as far as how much should be about your personal life, how much should be about business and, and a sales pitch? Yeah. So, dude, I, so I have a little bit of a different take. I don't disagree with that, but, but I think there is a way to do social media where I'm always advertising while never advertising. Right. Right. When, when I tell, like I told you before we started, right, the hats in, in the background, they represent cities that I've spoken. So what does that tell you that I do for a living? Right. I speak. And so I can talk about a hat. I can wear a hat. And when somebody's like, dude, I love that hat. Why, wh what's that about? Where'd you get it? Well, now I just got permission to talk about what I do for a living. Right. And so this is what I call passive branding. If, if where you, if right now for you, if you had a logo behind you that represented your brand, every time you're on camera, you're technically advertising yourself. Right. Even Makes if you're sense. talking about the, the tomatoes in your garden. And so this is why, like, because I think when, when we convince people that, you know, everything like, like even Gary V, right? Jab, 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 right hook, right? If, if, if we teach people jab, 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 right hook, here's all they listen to. Okay, good. So every fourth post I can sell. Like that's all they're concerned with <laughs> right. is selling. They're not concerned right? about the other three posts. They don't, they don't give two craps about the jabs. So they just know, okay, I got to do three random things and then I can sell. When I'm the opposite, I think the three most powerful posts are the three jabs. Because those are the opportunities you have to let people get to know you. Those are the opportunities you have to, to draw people in and find those connection points. And then when you have the hook, right, the hook is only as good as the three jabs that came before it. Right. Because if, if a boxer's jab sucks, right. then you haven't prepared the opponent enough to not see the hook. And so I, so I just, I really love the concept of teaching people, like you are your business every day at all times. Right. If you're posting about going to get mom's car washed, right? Like I always post about, like, like we took a, a selfie the other day of me and the kids getting my wife's car washed. And it's so easy to add a sentence in there that says something like, when I use my wife's car all week to show homes, I'm going to get it washed for her on Saturday. Right. I just worked in a little bitty piece of passive branding, but most people are going, oh, you're such a sweet husband getting your <laughs> right. wife's car washed. Well, that, well, that kind of makes sense, Kyle, going back to the whole TV show thing, because, you know, when your favorite actor, actress, or the star of the show is holding a Pepsi can, you know, right. it's, 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 the, it's the show, but it's also some advertising and you may have not had to have broken character to go, and now a sponsor from Pepsi. <laughs> right. It's just Jennifer Aniston from Friends drinking the Pepsi, and all of a sudden Pepsi sales go up. Right. And so we don't have to be constantly punching people in the face when, when we want our business to grow. We've got to camouflage it, and we've got to work it in to creating value for people, Right. For example, yesterday, I taught a class through Zoom to a group of realtors in, in the, the Bay Area of California. And so what did I do? 
I didn't want to look like a douche and be like, guess what I'm doing? I'm awesome. I'm teaching a class to realtors in California. Woo woo. I jumped on live and I went, what's up everybody? I'm about to teach a class to some, some realtors in California. And so before I do, I wanted to give you guys a tip that I'm going to share with them. And then I shared a tip. The video was about the tip, but I reminded people that I'm, I, I'm speaking in California. So if you want me here, I am right. And dude, it's just so easy. It's so easy to passively brand ourselves. We just got to get over the, the selfish side of it's all about me. Yeah. Right. Makes perfect sense. It, it's, it's about uh, the content. It's about how you, you know, place it. But you know, our friend, uh, Nick Carpenter, he, he you know, I'd known him for years and I, I, love was, Nick. I said something about my goats and he's like, you have goats. I'm like, yeah, goats. And he's like, I was like, I have a whole farm. And he's like, well, I didn't know that. He's like, why don't you yep. post about that? And I'm like, why don't you? I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. He's like, dude, I've known you for how long? I didn't know you had goats. <laughs> you know, he's but like, it, get that, get that out there. Let people know what you're doing. But if we're not careful, your first thought will be, nobody gives a crap about my goats. Right. Like nobody. And that's technically true unless you also have goats. Right. Or unless you grew up on a farm that had goats. So you don't have goats anymore, but when they see your goats, it reminds them of their childhood when they had goats and boom, they're now more connected to you than they were before. Right. I got a good story relating to that for you, Kyle. We, uh, my wife used to work at a assisted living center for, for the okay. elderly. And of course, you know, they're all in their nineties, hundreds. And obviously back then everybody grew up on a farm. So right. what we used to do once a month is I would, in the spring, I would gather up baby goats, baby chicks, baby ducks, baby rabbits, whatever I had around the farm. And I would take them in and I would do what we called farm therapy. Okay. And then all, all the, all the people would come out and sit around in a circle and we'd bring all the animals, let them pet them, let them see them and hear them. And, they absolutely just loved it. I bet. And you would hear all these stories from them about, oh, when I was growing up, we used to raise sheep. You know, when I was growing up, we used to have hundreds of chickens and I used to have to go collect the eggs and there was a mean rooster. And, you know, they would get deep into uh, their lives about how they grew up and, you know, what it meant to them and how excited they were that, you know, children, my children were getting grow up like they did. And, you know, yeah. it, was, it was cool to see and it was touching for them to get to experience that. So we used to do that, you know, a few times a year, uh, bring them in and, you know, just kind of help spark those memories. So yeah, it makes sense. People may not have them now, but something that you're interested in, but they may have been interested in, in the past and it, you know, connects them with you. It's powerful, man. Dig deep and open yourself up and watch people show up that, that have had the same experiences that we've had. Right. But most people have no idea. Yeah, I think probably and five so or ten shame, years shame ago. Shame on us. You know, five or ten years ago, people weren't that way. They 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 no. just showed the glitz and the glamour of their success, and they never showed the the downs. They never showed the bad stuff they've dealt with in their life. And I think nowadays, if you watch social media, you see a lot more of you know people sharing their bad experiences, their their failures, right. their bad days. Even if they are someone you look up to, you know, it makes me look up to those people more when then I can realize, totally. oh, shit, I, I, I'm not the only one that fails. I'm not the only one that has bad days. 
yeah, you know, I can get through this just like they do. And, you know, people need to understand that it doesn't matter if you have 500 followers or 5,000 followers on Facebook, someone's watching you and someone's looking up to you to, you know, they're watching what you're doing and they're, they're in learning from it, whether they speak up and talk or like what you're doing or not. Everybody has people that are paying attention to them that will never show up in the engagement. Right. Every, everybody, right? Think about, you know, when you do a video, if, if your video gets 200 views, but seven comments, that means 193 people watched your video from the shadows. Right. Without so they're words, there, right? right? Those are real people. Those aren't fake numbers that Facebook or Instagram or YouTube gives us. And so we, we've got to realize that, man, just keep sowing that seed. Just keep going out there and keep putting it in the ground and continue to water it and grow it. And, and it's going to show up and manifest itself right when you need it. it it's It's inevitable. And, and so it's, it's going to happen. And, uh, man, th this is just, th this is the conversation that, that people need to, to, to be having with themselves. Absolutely. So give us a couple more uh, tips for, for social media that, that people should be using today to get their business. Messenger. All right. Messenger. So Facebook, right. It used to just be like Facebook messenger. And then a few years back, Facebook separated it. And so Messenger now is its own app. And so, bro, there are over a billion people on Messenger. And I don't need, right? You and I are a prime example of this. I don't know your phone number. Right. I, I don't even have your email address. Right. We've only ever spoke through Messenger. Dude, what the heck? Like right. when ever when, in the world of sales, have we been able to create an intimate connection with someone without having any of their info? <laughs> right. Yeah. Dude, it's unbelievable. I, I, do that on a, I do that on a daily basis. That's me too. I mean, I'm like the king of messenger. If you go through my messenger, it's like, dude, how did you talk to 70 people? <laughs> in dude, the last it's wild. Two days? And man, here's what's cool is if you're trying to connect with somebody that, that maybe is, is, has a little bit more of an elite status than you, if you try traditional ways of communication, their gatekeeper will shut you down every time. Right. But Messenger is probably on that person's phone. So For they're sure. not, like their, their assistant isn't getting that message first. They're right. getting it. And then, bro, here's the coolest part. I, I tell people this all the time when I'm teaching classes. Try to go to my social media and not like me. And they laugh and like it sounds kind of arrogant when I say it. And, but I tell them, I say, guys, I don't talk about politics. I'm not negative. I'm not discouraging. I'm not angry all the time. I'm a positive person that loves his wife, that loves his kids, that loves serving people, that loves God. Like you just, that likes flat bill hats like you do. Like you just can't find a lot of stuff to go and poo poo on me about. <laughs> right. And so when I'm DMing people and they're like, who is this guy? The moment they click on my face and go to my profile 
in a matter of seconds, they're going to find something that they relate to about me. Right. And it instantly softens and then strengthens the opportunity for connection. Yeah. And I, I tell people this all the time because I say, we're all people. You know, like you said, some people may have a higher status and, you know, sure. you, think, you think, oh, they're, you know, uh, they're too good. I shouldn't reach out to them. But no, that's the opposite. Everybody thinks that. So you right. are you are the different one by doing it. You know, there 100%. may be a realtor in your area that's number one and you're afraid to reach out because everybody's reaching out. But guess what? Nobody's reaching out because they're right. all afraid to reach out. You know, so don't be afraid to reach out totally. to people. And, and, you know, and that's it, man. I, I try, you know, I try to be in messenger every day and, and, and have at least three to five conversations, whether it is sending a birthday video where I will pick a funny filter on your birthday and I sing happy birthday to you on video yeah. and people love it. I used to do that a lot because when they had the astronaut one, that was my go-to. Oh heck yeah, man! You know, I was like, I hope your birthday's out of this world. You know, I'm on the, you know, <laughs> I'm on the moon. Uh, nice to see you, but they took that away, and now I'm upset. So I haven't done video ones in a while because I lost my astronaut. Okay, well they have one right now that makes your mouth look about as big as your face. Like <laughs> it's hilarious. I mean, your molars are like the size of quarters, and. <laughs> People love it. It is so funny. And, man, it's just, you know, I think we take all of this too seriously. Yeah. And, and we think that, you know, as, as professionals, right, I use air quotes when I say that for those of you that are listening to the podcast, we, we think we've got to always be serious. When the reality is, is we really need to find that line between, like, being unprofessional and being relatable. Right. Because as long as people trust me to do the job that they want me to do, outside of that, they want to be able to relate to me. Yeah, this and, isn't and the see me it was as a human. Two years ago, you know, this isn't a banker's business with suits and ties and right all that like it used to be. <laughs> yeah, know, ten I, years I had, ago, it was all business all the time. Right. I had David uh, Licken on our podcast, and you know, I had my big beard in the middle of winter, and he was like, "Man, I wish I could have a beard like that." He's like, "But you know." I don't think it would go well showing up in the banker's boardroom, <laughs> you know, in, in my suit and tie and a big old beard. But, you know, it brought me back to, you know, he's been in the business a long time, so that's the way it's always been. And, and I and disagree. Now, you know, nowadays, I don't think it's, it's quite uh, that way. <laughs> you know, there can be guys like Nick Carpenter or Chris Griffith, uh, you know, with big giant beards, and that's what they're known for. And people, yeah. are, you know, like them for it rather than, you know, not liking them because of it. But, but that, that brings up a great point that maybe is the last point of the day. You know, I, I don't know how long we're going, but you don't need to attract everyone. The person that's offended by our flat bills, that just probably isn't going to be our person, right? right. If, if they can't see beyond the fact that we have a hat on, then that's their loss, not mine. Right. And, and so for anybody that's still listening, be you, be unapologetically yourself. There are so many people, right? When, when the average realtor, when the average lender wants to close 30 to 30 deals of a year, do 30 people, 
out of the millions of people probably that live in your city, you need to find 30. And there's 30 people out there that are just like you if, if you would just put yourself out there. And, and that's, man, when you give yourself permission to start being yourself, it, it changes the game. And, and they'll never go back. Awesome. Yeah, I love it, man. That's a great final point. So I definitely appreciate you joining me today. And uh, like you said, we connected, uh, you know, I think because of Nick Carpenter, I saw you on his uh, Beards yeah. of Christmas giveaway or something. Uh, I love that guy. So I reached out to you and we've kind of, you know, chatted since then. But I'm happy you joined me on here. And uh, me too, I man. Appreciate you. appreciate you giving us uh, the pointers. So how can people get a hold of you if they ever uh, want to reach out to you? Mitch, I am Coach Kyle Draper on on Instagram and Facebook. You can go to kyledraper.com, and golly, you'll find more than you could ever want to know of, about this guy. And your obsession with plants. Dude, th these are my wives, so <laughs> I I could borrow some for my cubbies. Um I do not, but I don't have an obsession. But you, the the oxygen levels in our home are just incredible. It's like we live <laughs> in the that, rainforest. Out of this world, awesome man. Well, hey, I appreciate you joining us and uh, and giving us your your tips for the for the day. And uh, yeah, if anybody that's uh, listening wants to reach out to Kyle, make sure you uh, check him out and uh, send him a message on Facebook because he he likes that. That's right. Thanks, man.